Hello everyone, my name is Tom and welcome to Pop's Devotions. We are on day 12 of our 15 days of devotions in Jonah. Before we get started, why don't you hit pause, grab your Bible or app and open to Jonah chapter 3. Pray and ask God to help you to hear what he has to say to you today and read all of chapter 3. Why don't you hit the pause button right now? And I'll be here when you get back. Welcome back. Let's get started. Today we are focusing on Jonah chapter 3 verses 6 to 10 and here are some things to consider. We Christians love a good repentance story. When I was in youth group there would often be a moment when someone would share their testimony about how they used to sell drugs and get in trouble with the police but then they met Jesus and now they don't do that anymore. I'm not sure how many people really kept following Jesus, but those stories sure were impressive. Imagine having the king of Jonah share at your youth group. What a great repentance story. I used to capture and torture people. I would murder my enemies in front of their families, but then I heard about God's judgment and now I'm a changed man. That would definitely be all anyone went home talking about that night. It seems pretty impressive that despite Jonah's best efforts, his five-word sermon reached the ears of the wicked king who, as soon as he heard it, commanded everyone, even the animals, to repent. I'm not sure a cow can repent of its evil ways and violence, but if any cow could, it was a Ninevite cow. Even the cows were showing up Jonah in their obedience to God. The question is, was it true repentance? There's no indication that Nineveh stayed changed forever. But what we know is that their repentance was enough that God relented and chose not to bring the destruction he had threatened. This is not because God is like a wishy-washy substitute teacher who makes threats and never manages to follow through. Instead, when God warns of judgment, it's not because he wants to see people destroyed, but he wants to see them come to repentance. In fact, we know God follows through. Because he's so serious about sin that he dealt with it by bringing the judgment for sin and disobedience on his son Jesus. God can forgive us and relent from punishment because God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21. What then does true repentance look like? The Ninevites heard God's word, felt the conviction to change, and then changed how they lived. That's what true repentance is. Hearing, feeling, and then doing. Too often we hear God's word, we feel convicted, and then go right back to living how we lived before. The measure of whether you've truly repented of your sin is not how sad you feel about what you've done, but whether you're working with the Holy Spirit to live differently. 
Sometimes the most impressive repentance stories come from the people with the most wicked past, like selling drugs or terrorizing neighboring nations. This is because those sins can be easier to identify and respond to than the much more acceptable sins that even our Christian culture can turn a blind eye to. Sins like greed and gossip, anger and apathy, idolizing success and hard work, or inaction in the face of injustice, to name just a few. Is there sin in your life that God is calling you to repent of? Can you recall times of feeling conviction from God that you didn't follow through on? What has God's word said to you today? What are you feeling? What do you need to do? If you have already put your trust in Jesus, then God has relented from bringing his judgment upon you, not just for a time, but for eternity. Now it's time to live the life of repentance Jesus calls you to, one by one, turning your back on the sins that he makes known to you. Hearing, feeling, and doing. Whatever your sin, may your testimony be the story of a life saved and changed by God who rescued you from the destruction he had threatened. Here's something to reflect on. What acceptable sins has God identified in your life and how might he be calling you to repent of them? Here's something you could do. Chances are, if you've heard God's word and you've felt his conviction, you know what you need to do. Now is the time to do it. And now, a prayer to pray. Gracious God, thank you that because of Jesus, we can be rescued from the destruction you have threatened. May I live a life of even greater repentance than the cows of Nineveh. Help me to hear your word, feel its weight, and do what it calls me to do. Well, that's all for Pop's Devotions today. I will see you tomorrow for more of the next part of Jonah. If you think that this has been helpful, feel free to recommend it to friends. They can sign up for our daily emails and start from day one at tomfrench.com.au devotions. Be sure to give Pops Devotions a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as it really helps people to find these devotions as we get going. That's it from me. I will see you tomorrow for more Pops Devotions.